Welcome to a special edition of Couch Grouches. This is Jim. I'm Joe. So this is actually a uh, kind of a half-assed intro to our solo episode. Um, We're going to warn you right now, that episode is spoilery as fuck. Yeah, and we were also very excited and exhausted during recording, so so we ramble on. Yeah, it's kind of train of thought, but because it's Couch Grouches... Oh yeah, I gotta. There hopefully, go. I don't explode all over myself this time. There you go. You'll notice that Gonzo's not here. Gonzo yeah. is at um, rehearsal for uh, Ren Fair. Mm-hmm. Um, we're actually recording um, on I'm Tuesday very night. Excited for his Ren Fair this year. Yeah, He's doing some pretty ridiculous yeah. stuff. It's I'm gonna fun. be good. It's gonna be really good. Um, for those of you that are local, I just want to. Really quick, just plug uh, that Cirillo Summer Theater's auditions for Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street, are next Monday and Tuesday. They're coming right up at folks. 6 p.m. We'd love to see anybody 14 to 25 there. Mm-hmm. Or if you're an alumni of uh, Windsor Summer Youth Theater or Cirillo Summer Theater over the past 50 years, you know, give me an email at Cirillo Jim, that's C I R I L L O Jim at gmail.com. Um, and I'd love, or you, or you can just email couchcrouches at gmail.com. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the one that checks the, the mail on mm-hmm. both of them anyway. So, uh, speaking of mail, yeah, because I too am the master of segues. This is what we're doing. This is, uh, we, we got no some, news this week. No, no news this week. Um, and, and the meat is coming, but we're going to do the, uh, news at the beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. So we'll do that. So as we take a moment and, uh, Joe, can uh, fill time fill time while I pull things yeah. up. Yeah, go ahead. Um, there's uh, you know lots of stuff going on. There's uh, we played a, some good D and D over the weekend. Yes, we did. Uh, we uh, I saw Solo a second time. Yes, you did. Oh, with friend of the uh, friend of the show Jacqueline. Yeah, yep. she was there. She very much enjoyed it. Which you know, as we get into in the episode. It's a very enjoyable movie, but I love how the uh, press is trying to. Uh, oh yeah, they're talking about how mother. It's a it? flop and it's ridiculous. Like, shut the fuck up. Which Ron Howard has had a very good, uh, very good response to it, where he's just like, "Hey, I liked it." Yeah, I mean that's, <laughs> that's all I care about. It's like, yeah, Ron, there you go. I guess it's only for me now. It was it was a really good movie. Go mm-hmm. see it. Make your make do yourself a favor. Go see it, and then you can listen to the rest yep. of this episode. Once we get done with the mail. All right. So um, I do have, I guess we'll start with, uh, let me look through here what we want to do. Who do we want to start with? Oh, wait. What do I hear in the background? Uh-oh. Is that is that the sound of the Doug theme song? Ooh. I feel like we're going to have to uh, visit an email from our buddy Doug. Doug emails us as usual at uh, couchgrouches at gmail.com and Doug says for his weekly question, another softball. If you had to dine on one dish for the rest of your life, what would it be? Mm. Shrimp cocktail. Now, and Diet Coke. When we say one dish, are we saying, like... Because you could say, 
sandwich as a dish, but there are lots of different types of sandwiches. I I, I think that would be cheating. Yeah. I think he's talking about one one sam one sandwich. Like one. one so sort mine's of food. either my mine's either trim cocktail mm-hmm. or a really good chicken parm sandwich. Mm, okay. A good pi- chicken parm grinder. Mm-hmm. I do love a chicken parm grinder. Yeah, I could do. Uh, let's see. One thing for the rest of my life. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of like a classic like chicken and rice burrito. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Um, I could also, I could probably do like, I, I always order it whenever we order out, like a Greek salad with some stuffed grape leaves and a little grilled chicken on top. I could do that. I could do that for the rest of my life. Pork fried rice would be another good one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. So I mean, it's rough. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with either shrimp cocktail mm-hmm. or a chicken palm grinder. So yeah, because when, when I first heard my my typical answer to the question is burritos, but there are lots of different you types of burritos. You do have a love for burritos. I do. You do. There's a the, my my favorite burrito. I, I can't tell you why. Is the Taco Bell shredded chicken burrito? That's vile. It's a, really, it's a standout burrito, and I found the recipe online for it so I can make it at home myself. <laughs> Whatever. Favorite burrito is Taco Bell. It's good. Man. Please send your hate mail to uh, couchcrouches at gmail dot com, but um, go R E I hate Joe. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> Taco Bell, if you're listening, you know you could throw us a little money. <laughs> You know what, though? If you were... Listen, listen. Okay. They're not my favorite tacos, but I do love just straight up crunchy Taco mm-hmm. Bell tacos. Yep. Just... The problem is I can eat like 15 to 20 at a time. Yeah. But I mean, that'll cost you 50 cents. I know. Taco that's the thing, Bell. yeah. <laughs> Although it's not like Jack in the Box tacos, which are actually 50 cents. I've never had Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box is gross. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah, here is something wild. All Unless right. Unless they want to give us money, then it's great. And then it's great. then it's gorgeous. <laughs> All right, moving on to our next uh our next piece of correspondence. I don't think having theme songs for everything is is a bad thing. No, I like it. I do. Especially, you know, for old Sam here. If you ever saw a picture of Sam, I gotta ask Sam if it's okay for us to uh, oh, he, he post that us, picture of he, the chainsaw. We we posted it on Instagram. He told me. Oh, is it on Instagram? Yeah. Okay. So, if you know, if you know this song at all, and you look on Instagram and see a picture of uh, Sam, mm-hmm. you'll understand why this oh, yeah. is theme song. It's a good song, man. It is. You it's gotta. You it's gotta an gotta infectious dance fucking yeah. groove, man. Okay, enough of that. <laughs> it's a good song, yeah. dude. All right. Um, hi, guys. Looking forward to the show, as always. My first question, what is the worst case of bad casting you've ever seen for an iconic character? Mm. For me, as a British comic book fan, Sylvester Stallone as Judge, Stret- Judge Dredd is still the most <laughs> egregious example I've seen. I am... Um, yeah, that's pretty bad, Sam. Like that's 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 up there. Yeah. Um, egregious casting. It's really, 
Hmm. Wow. Egregious casting. It's it's. I'm thinking through like what are things that I like that have been adapted into other things. I mean, Tommy Lee Jones as fucking Two Face oh, yeah. was that's pretty, pretty vile. That's pretty rough. Um, but not so much because the cat. I mean, the ca- I guess the casting wasn't bad. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. He could have been a good, but his his choices were um bad. Mm-hmm. So um, huh? Bad casting decisions. Come on, Joe, help me out I here. I think. Uh, I mean, I understand why they did it, but I don't think they should have cast Topher Grace's Venom for Spider-Man Three. I mean, I get why they did it, yeah. and I like I like Topher. Grace, I like Topher but... Grace too, but he he he's not an an Eddie Brock in my. In my Is opinion. it too easy to say Jake Lloyd? Um, I mean, is it too easy to just say Jake Lloyd? I mean, I can think of a bunch of them actually, yeah. and I got to be honest. I'm looking at a site right now, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at like the, what they consider the top ten, mm-hmm. and you know, I agree with most of them. But uh, Kevin Costner is another one, man. Like, I love Prince of Thieves. I love that movie. Yeah. The fact that he refuses to use an English accent mm-hmm. really fucking bothers me. But I mean, you could also say Hayden Christensen. I, I mean, oh, there's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot, Sam. Um, you know who I don't think was a horrible casting choice? Um, I think it was the wrong character for him was mm-hmm. uh, Ryan Reynolds in Green Lantern. Oh, yeah. They, he shouldn't so have been Hal Jordan. He shouldn't have been Hal Jordan. He should have been Kyle Rayner. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, here's one I didn't think of. This is awesome. Denise Richards in The World Is Not Enough. Uh, you ever see that? Bat? That's like mm-hmm. one of my. That's like one of the worst James Bond movies. Yeah. You're, I'm supposed to believe that she's a fucking nuclear physicist. Well, that's like uh, it's. I mean, it's a terrible fucking movie. It's a fucking UA Bowl movie. But in uh, fucking what is it? I think it's Alone in the Dark. They cast Tara Reid to be like some kind of like yeah. paleontologist slash archaeologist, and it's like this is Tara Reid. Right. This is Bunny from Big Lebowski. I have decided that I'm going to. I'm going to say what is the worst casting decision. Okay. I, I'm going out on a limb. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Keanu and Dracula. Done. Ooh, that, that's mine. Yeah, that's mine. Yeah. Keanu and yeah, Dracula. Done. Yeah, there okay. you go. There you go. Only because that book is so iconic and such mm-hmm. a big part of my life, and Jonathan Harker is such a engaging character, and then to go... <laughs> You know, I just, just, just Keanu yeah, is that's just. A, that's uh, a rough performance. To I mean, watch. that is. That I is mean, a... and you know, there are other great performances in that movie. That's a horrible movie, mm-hmm. by the way. I, I, I mean, there's just there's so much wrong with that movie. Um, but like fucking uh, Anthony Hopkins, fucking yeah. chewing uh-huh. the scenery. Yeah. I mean, is just fucking hysterical. Mm-hmm. Um. And who else is good in that? I mean, Gary Oldman's obviously good in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, dude, that 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 that's horrible. That's yeah. horrible. I really, this is. Um, there's, I mean, there's just a lot of. I'm trying to go through in my head what are some. You know, it was a. I don't think they should have put. Uh, it's not an adapted thing, but it's a. a What's that? 
It's expanding on a franchise and trying to make him an, a cast an, an action hero. Is casting Adrian Brody in Predators to be like the big action hero because oh, like he's not. He he worked out so he had like a decently like somewhat jack body, but then he still has Adrian Brody's face and he like just did a Batman voice the whole time. It was just it. You know who was perfectly cast though. Hmm. What is it? Oh no, not the beast! Not the beast! Ah! Oh, my eyes! My eyes! Man, did you? I read, I read an article not too long ago about him on the set of, or no, I watched the interview of him talking about his time on Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance, and he would walk onto set, and he had like painted onto his face all these different like infernal runes and things and he would just walk around and quietly like stare at people to like build fear in the cast and crew and it's like this guy's fucking nuts yeah he's insane (laughs) all right so sam's second question is secondly do any of you have a guilty pleasure a tv show or movie genre that's just trashy terrible and you feel mildly ashamed to be a fan but you can't stop watching it regardless riverdale you're a Riverdale fan. I love Riverdale. Okay. Riverdale is the hottest garbage on television. Um, I mean, it's I'm not guilty about it, so I can't say professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love professional yeah. wrestling. Um, yes, I know it's fake. I used to guilty I, pleasure. I used to feel guilty about a lot of like CW TV that I watched, but yeah. then CW started to actually put out some good, good TV. TV. Yeah. Um, um, something that was a guilty pleasure for me um you know what i could give you one back in the day mm-hmm. when i was in high school yeah and i was a little younger mm-hmm. i was obsessed with cbs soap operas okay as the world turns and guiding light mm-hmm. were the shit i loved those fucking so yeah. that you know what i'm gonna say that those were my guilty pleasures i can't okay. think of one right now only because i have no shame yeah so there's really, I mean, is there anything that I'm embarrassed about watching? I mean, um, there's things that 80s I, pornography. There's things that I'm. No, I'm only joking. I'm embarrassed about watching, but not because I like them, but because sometimes I just like to watch bad things. Yeah. So like, I tried to watch the Emoji Movie not too long ago because oh, it hit Netflix, and I got about halfway through it before I was like. If I sit through any more of this, I'm. This is gonna just be like. I've, this is the most wasted I've ever felt. My time has been on this earth. Wow. Me trying to sit here watching this movie. I shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't have done this. I regret the half of that movie that I watched. <laughs> I mean, that's impressive that you spent any time on that. And by impressive, I mean stupid as yeah. fuck. Because you know, sometimes you want to watch a bad movie, but then you don't realize how how bad you're giving it to yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, we don't we didn't get anything from um from um um Twitter. No. And I think that might be it for um Gmail and for Gmail and I mean Sam's Facebook. typically the only one who sends us messages on Facebook. Um every now and then Jacqueline will. Right. But um, if people do Facebook.com slash couchcrouches or couchcrouches at gmail dot com or Twitter at Couch Grouches, Instagram at Couch Grouches. Yeah, I mean we're f- we're not feeling the love, people. 
We're not feeling the we love. We know that there are people listening because we have <laughs> met people out in the world who have been like, hey, I listened to your podcast. Yeah. So, so please, please jump in and 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 we'd love to hear from you. We um, will answer yeah. any question, and that's true. I I mean, we'll answer anything. Like you know, Jim, why are you so fat? Like I can answer mm-hmm. that question. Um, Jim, why you know? You, we, I don't know. Whatever. We we yes, just ask. I have no shame. Yeah. So I'll also <laughs> say, speaking about people, friends of the show, and things like that, make sure you guys uh, check out Table to Stage mm-hmm. this week. Um, uh, uh, jo- uh, Jordan's talking to the um, the founder of Kineticon. Oh, I saw that, uh, Matt yeah. Daigle. Um, I haven't listened to it yet. Uh, I plan to. So definitely, you know, get on that. That's um, mm-hmm. Podbean. That's a, I think a table to stage of Podbean. But uh, yeah, just look up top table to stage podcast anywhere, and you'll mm-hmm. find it. He's everywhere. Yeah. So. But yeah, so with that, we're gonna uh, go ahead and uh, turn this over to. Uh, to uh to our our yeah. solo episode mm-hmm. again it's a little 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 train of you know kind of you know train of thought very yeah. quick so and there's plenty of spoilers so if you yeah. didn't get a chance to see the movie yet don't listen to the latter half of this episode yeah. but. and uh, but don't get mad at us like you know we i think we waited more than long enough to yeah. uh, to do this all right so and again don't hesitate to drop us a line we'd love to hear from you mm-hmm. so uh yeah enjoy the episode and uh have a good one Welcome to a special edition of Couch Crouches. This is Jim. I'm Joe. I'm Gonzo. So, um, how, what'd you guys do tonight? <laughs> oh, I didn't do anything. Didn't do anything too great. Just watched fucking a badass movie about a favorite Star Wars based smuggler and his dog. Dengar. <laughs> is it Dengar? It's not. Dengar. It is not. But Boss got some love. He did. Mm-hmm. He did. So uh, I believe that. So we went to go see Solo on, tonight. I this is breaking news unless you've already seen it. What? So as I'm standing out there talking to Scooter, um, he got a notification on his phone. Apparently, Star Wars has posted that a Boba Fett movie is now confirmed. Oh, that's fine. I I don't know what you're looking up there, but uh, I mean, or are you was... just checking me on it? No, I'm not checking you. I'm checking Scooter. Yeah, his dad was just a simple man trying to make his way through the galaxy. Who, Dengar? Django Fett. <laughs> Django Fett. <laughs> yeah. um, so I don't know if that's true or not, and I don't know if I feel that completely necessary or not, because... But that's what people said about the Han Solo All right, movie. according to The Hollywood Reporter, the uh, Boba Fett movie in the works with James Mangold as the director... Okay. James Mangold, uh, most recently for us, um, directed, if I'm not mistaken, did he direct uh, Logan? I, that sounds right. Okay, then that could be a really cool fucking movie. I feel mm-hmm. like he did. Um, I also know that he did um, I'd be curious. Walk the Line yeah, and be, 310 to Yuma. I'd be curious where in the timeline. He did to you, Logan, by the way. Where yeah. in the timeline this would take place. I don't know, but at some point, young Boba Fett gets to meet the fucking young Han Solo we saw tonight. Yeah, but that, we, or it could be a long two hours of just being inside of a Sarlacc stomach. If we go back to the comment of, I don't know if the film is completely necessary, I've seen a lot of comments about 
Solo not being completely necessary, yeah, and while I agree, it is a great addition to Star Wars. But canon. but like my my point here is that Han Solo is rightfully loved. Boba Fett is loved for looking cool. two scenes. Yeah. Um, Whatever. I'm gonna throw money at it. Yeah. I don't that, believe. I don't believe. First of all, you put Star Wars in something. I'm gonna throw money. No. At. I mean, this just, is this know. is my entire point right here. I'm gonna. Just what kind of cool swag will we get? Oh, from sorry, that was me. Though. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna see what kind of swag is at that helmet. They're not gonna be maybe a Wookiee pelt. Oh. <laughs> oh. Wookie um, belt. So yeah, we saw Solo tonight. Solo, mm. a Star Wars story. Mm. And. Um, that movie was badass. It was so it was, it was a heist movie in Star Wars universe. Which a couple people said to me like, "Oh God, I really, that's what I really kind of hope is it's, a, it's just like some kind of space heist movie." Okay, there yeah. you go. That's exactly what it was. Tonight is finally my night to shine. No, it's not. It's not. It is. Well, no, because the people want to hear me talk about the EU. They don't know how wrong they are to want that, but they want it. They don't want it. Austin wants it. I, but Austin, Austin is one listener. Austin's one listener. Out of five. <laughs> Three <laughs> others are sitting here. And <laughs> actually, I'd like to oh, point wait, no, out. Oh, no, that would make six been, if there's three of it's us. It's been confirmed that I'm the only person who actually listens to the podcast of the three no, of us. I listen to it. I, I don't. Do. Sometimes. Not the whole oh, so, thing. So it could I listen still be to fine. full episodes every time. I did, listen. however, listen to the full episode of Table to Stage. I've how'd downloaded I, it. How'd I, I do on that? You were good. It was good. It was a good episode. Cool. I kept myself. Joe's really the only one that said fuck. Yeah, well. Which is surprising. I didn't say fuck. I felt bad for saying shit. You said shit a couple times. I said shit once. I was well behaved on a guest's podcast. <laughs> yes, you were. Yes, you were. I was I was quite impressed. So Mama didn't raise no fool. What did we want to talk about? It's just how great this movie is. <sighs> <laughs> I just, you know, again that's, that's the whole thing So I had friends when the first trailer released And they, they showed Alden Ehrenreich as Han Solo And they went, oh, he's not my Han Solo so They're I'm wrong I'm not going to like this movie I believe I had a whole rant about that And it's They're wrong They are so far from correct That it is He plays Han Solo just as good as you remember Harrison Ford playing Han Solo? Correct. Sure, he's not Harrison Ford. He's not you're, playing you're Harrison not, Ford. You're not watching a Harrison Ford movie. This is not a movie about Harrison Ford. This is Solo. Do you know who was a great actor that played uh, Indiana Jones? River Phoenix. Mm-hmm. The beginning of Indiana Jones 3. Yeah. They had the scene with River Phoenix being right. young Indiana Jones. And he was a great Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Like he 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 did the well, same. Well, he, he's not Harrison Ford. No, he's not. That's the point. God damn it! I know. I was being. I, the no, voice I know. I know you internet. were. I know you were. I That's just my internet voice. Yes, and they, I think I've established that after. And if you I remember many episodes we've done, you've if you if you really want. To be well, like, hey, oh, I com- hope I hope there's a character that's exactly like they were in the old movies. Well, you got Chewbacca. Childish Lambino. And you got essentially doing young Billy D. Oh, he's good. Hello, what have we here? It's, he's good, Billy they D. Intro- you don't even see him on screen yet, and you just hear his voice. You hear his and voice, go, and he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, shit, it's Billy D. It's Billy D. <laughs> did they ADR Billy D they over him not. there? They did uh, not. They did not. That's, that's, that's some good... All he That's needed. Good the only up. other thing that he needed was a can of cold forty-five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he can put that in a Star Wars movie, though. No, but it works every time. And he is just one of my favorite things about him is he's just he's super smooth, but he's not cool. 
like they bring him to the ship and they show that it has like the locks on it and he's like oh no i guess uh you guys have to take care of this and they're like all right well we're taking this out of your cut and he's like yeah, that's fair. What are you gonna do at that? He's point? super cool, but he is not at all cool. Han, 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 and the fact that they they reference the fact that Billy D used to call him Han. Yeah, yeah, and and Han goes, it's Han, Han. Oh, keep in good. mind, Carrie Fisher fucked that up all the time. Yeah, because Carrie Fisher, well, Carrie Fisher was also coked out of her brain. So I mean, shit, Harrison Ford himself said it. Nope, didn't he? Nope. He said his oh, he, I George think Lucas says hey. I think he only ever says his name once. I think he says yeah, his name cantina. once. He says Han Solo, Captain of the Millennium Falcon. I thought he put a weird inflection. I might be I remembering really, nope. it wrong. I also like how he got the last name Solo. Yeah, I was gonna say I like how they Ellis Island his name. story. Yeah. Okay, so it doesn't. It's just cool. But you know what though? But that is a very cool thing. Yeah. Because I Gonzo have no Solo, problem with it. I remember when I was a kid and I read the the, the novelization of mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi, and Luke thinks on Han, saying Solo. I wonder if he gave himself that name. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think you know what. And it's really why do we have to know? And I'm going to get real dorky here, mm-hmm. movie dork here. Why do we have to know that when uh, little Vito Andalini came to Ellis Island? Uh, little Vito Andalini from Corleone in in, um, mm-hmm. in Sicily got to Ellis Island and they couldn't, you know, they, they read his name wrong and they said his name was Vito Corleone. So now the Godfather's Corleone. Why is it important that we know that? Why? Because it's just something cool. Yeah. It's just something and it's really, cool. And then it comes at, they really start the movie with like a dark moment and then it's just fun all the way through. Because he like, in that scene where he gets his name, it's like, all right, I had this one person. Now she's gone. Now I'm on my own. I got to figure a way out of this. And it's like, they ask him what his name is. And who are your people? I've got nobody. I'm alone. Oh, solo. Solo. And then the entire rest of the movie is just like, hey, what if, what if we just had fun the whole time? <laughs> well, you know, and that's the thing too, because well, I mean, and you know, you see, you see, like oh. the horror of war. Yeah. Oh, the World War One to uh, yep. yeah. to the yeah. OTs World War Two. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. So you look at that, and um, that was good. You know, there was violence, there was mm-hmm. death, there was you know, but but yeah, it was Woody it Harrelson was, being a fucking gunslinger out in the middle. Of Woody Harrelson being a gunslinger that was fucking cool. Why hot. does nobody remember Dorse eighty one? Dorse, I remember Dorse eighty one. Why? Because I don't read the uh, the eighty first clone of Dorse. Yes. What did you do to my mic? Where did I go? Why am I disappearing? It's you know what happened. I've disappeared. Oh, there I am. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. We are not doing well with technology tonight. No. I, Do you remember which I one did a you bad, are? No, I didn't. That's the problem. I did a bad mix down, everybody. Sorry about that. Okay. Okay. I think I'll just I'm just good. No, you know what? Hold on. Over here. Can, go fix it in post. This is great. Everybody loves this segment of the I podcast. What is what is this post? Jesus. What is this post that you're talking about? This is n- not a great technology night no, for us. No, it really isn't. I'm sorry. Um, hey, remember that time the okay. projector turned off? <laughs> oh, hey, I remember the time Josh fixed it. I gotta say though, that was a very like bonding moment with that yeah. audience. We so, all just start joking. So yeah. the um the, yeah. the projector shut off just as the movie started. And uh, instead of getting angry, we all just started you know shouting 
Mel Brooks quotes the yeah. the wall and things like that, which was fantastic. <laughs> we ain't was, found shit. That was fun. Uh, that was exciting. So yeah, I mean, it looks like we definitely do have a have a have a yeah. a Boba Fett movie coming. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, I don't know if they've confirmed Obi. this. No, uh, the the Obi's confirmed, right? Um, no, uh, no. no, not specifically, but. There's a rumor that um, making more Han Solo movies. Chris Pratt to play Obi Wan, which doesn't make sense. No, you know because you know and McGregor should should play Obi Wan, especially if it's taking place between three and four. Yeah, you know, like exactly the age range that Ewan McGregor is right Mm -hmm. now. Perhaps you could go with Ewan McGregor to do this. Why you wouldn't go? With Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor, who is standing around in his Obi-Wan costume with his lightsaber going, are you sure you don't? <laughs> well, he, you, said sure? he, I, I, he said he'd do it. Of course he said he would do it. I, I can't, I don't know why you wouldn't. You know, I, I, I don't know why you wouldn't. I, w- I would love to see that movie. Yeah. Which, of course, takes me back to uh, to my counterpoint to all of the people who are apparently not going to see this because either they don't like the rumors they've heard about this movie. The rumors were wrong. It was good. Okay, oh, all yeah. I have to say, hold on. Um, hold hold on. on. No, I had more. Uh, I had more. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go oh, ahead. Go ahead. I mean, well, and then there are the people who didn't like episode eight and didn't like Rogue One and didn't like episode seven for stupid reasons. Want uh, more Star Wars for me? Yeah. I'm going to throw yeah. fucking money at it. I, not as the child that I was when episode one came out. Because when that came out, yeah, I was totally the target demographic for Jar Jar fucking Binks. But as a grown-ass adult, when they decided, hey, we're going to release it in 3D now. Mm-hmm. And it's only going to be in IMAX. So, I as that grown-ass adult threw my money and paid extra for the 3D and the IMAX. Yep. And I paid extra for the collectible Star Wars 3D glasses as well. I just want to say, <clears throat> if anybody, if you made a decision not to see this movie, if you decided you didn't want to see this movie, for whatever dumb reason you have not to see this movie, I'm glad that your life is lessened by not seeing this movie. And you mm. deserve everything bad in the world that comes from not seeing this movie. Like I, well, I, well, I, Like, you don't deserve to see this movie. And frankly... I'm glad because I'm better than you for seeing it. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Because Sorry. they didn't see it, we were totally able to sneak fan event tickets in there. Dude, like, a lot of people didn't show up to that. Yeah. It's fucking dead in there. Like, I mean, uh, they surprised they said they had, they had a ton of, like, extra dice and stuff that oh, uh, I could have gotten. Which, more. like, I would have loved to have gone over there and grabbed So, them. what we do is tomorrow night we go dumpster diving over there. Yeah. We see yeah. amongst all of the uh, popcorn tins, we'll find some of them dice mm-hmm. packets, too. Yeah, maybe. But it's also, like. <clears throat> then we'll sell those I, uh, for billions. I went on Rotten Tomatoes. To see what Never reviewers are saying. Never and do so that. one of they my, my favorite review that I saw written was it was one of the blurbs from one of the reviews and it said it was an intellectual property formed vacuum formed into a film. And I was like, Oh, so it's a summer blockbuster? Like <laughs> <laughs> what it's it's not supposed to be intellectually stimulating. It's supposed to be 
fun. I don't get what people are looking for from a Han Solo movie. What more do you fucking was, people was want? Was Star Wars ever intellectually stimulating? No. Though I will say this one was definitely a little more sci-fi. This one was... I mean, it had some sci-fi. Hey, ones. they this sat there was... and explained how putting that... Uh, I already forgot how to pronounce the name. Corvaxian or whatever. The little, little drop of like, hyperfuel. Yeah. You put it in the fusion reactor and it'll do this thing and we'll punch right out. And I'm, I leaned over to you, Jim, and I said... Science. Hey, we're science fiction now. Yeah. yeah. But it's... I will say that, I, th- in my opinion, I think this is the most fun Star Wars movie. Like I would there's, agree. There's not a lot of down there. There's massive action scenes. And then between these big action scenes, there's just people having a good time. Mm-hmm. And you, everybody choose the fucking scenery in this movie. Mm-hmm. Everybody is having fun out there. And they're just like, let's just fucking, and I guarantee it was like, because I watched, um, Amelia Clark on mm-hmm. good morning America. And she was like, Ron Howard came in and he was like, we're going to reshoot some of these scenes. And I was like, oh, thank God, because I feel like a lot of us were like, we didn't do this right because we were in this, like, thing that we didn't, we weren't really sure what was going on. And then Ron Howard came in and was like, hey, let's have fun. Let's just, let's have a good time with And this. evidently he ended up, like, he ended up filming a lot of that movie over again. Yeah. Um, hold on, I'll... Yeah, I had a good time. But, like, returning characters from previous movies were all, like, spectacular. And then the new additions, 70 new characters. 70% Ron Howard. Yeah. That movie, 70% of that movie was, was, was Ron Howard's footage. So, uh... And evidently he filmed it mm-hmm. in, like, a fraction of the time. Yeah. Like, he went in, he had his schedule, and he just cranked it out. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you think there was a Sith holocron there in the in the yacht? At first, I didn't think it was, and then when freaking Darth Maul popped up, spoilers. spoiler alert! Are you? Are you? I mean, there's gonna be a spoiler alert like, on the freaking. Mm. Well, like here's the thing, because when I, when they first entered that room to to deal with uh, Dryden first off, yeah. mm. I saw it. It was just in a quick pan, like over the shoulder, and yeah. I couldn't tell. Is it just like a window decoration? Is it two D? Mm-hmm. And so the rest of the time spent in there, I'm paying attention to the scene, but I'm also looking around like, I need to get a better angle right. at this thing. Yeah. I want to see what this is. Because that kind of looks like... And it wasn't until that last sequence in there when they started actually panning around and you realized, no, that's a pyramid there. Mm-hmm. It's not just like a two-dimensional wall yeah. thing. And that's when I leaned over to Jim and I said, is that a Sith holocron? And you went, no. Nah. I don't think so. Well, and, then, and I still don't know why it would be. Why would it be a Sith holocron? He seems to be collecting just artifacts. I mean, right? and, that, that's, that and that's viable. Is what the and that's viable. Yeah. We've yeah. had that happen with different people in the EU before, mm-hmm. where they just have these treasure collections that they've collected. Those those fucking vibro daggers he was wielding. It's fucking dope. Because yeah. I mean, also shout out to the first visual appearance of a vibro weapon actually doing something instead of just being a pole arm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because technically, I guess those were supposed to be vibro axes that the Gamorrean guards had, but they never did shit. With well, them. No one ever used the fucking thing. Right. So. But these things, I mean, it's either that or they got some sort of lightsaber-ish, but they don't. In my mind, they don't. No. Because it makes more sense to be a vibroblade. Sure. And of course, it's going to look different. Sure. Mm-hmm. 
And it didn't cut through that other sword very quickly, but you could see it was starting to chew its way through that metal oh, yeah. too, which oh, yeah. is what the Viber blades were. Which like, that if was it actually was really cool. Like, like, like when 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 her um, when her blade that kind of that that notch blade of the sword caught the blade, yeah. and then he starts cutting down the sword. I'm like, mm-hmm. that was pretty. And then she cool. uses that to just stab him in the fucking chest yep. with it. She was like, Nah, bitch. <laughs> I see you have turned my sword into axe. <laughs> I shall use axe. I will make use of this tool. But so it, it so seemed to me that he had different artifacts just hanging around. Yeah. And one could be that, especially if he's been working with Maul, right. you know, yeah. up until that point. So I'll tell you what. Let's take a minute and let's go through the characters. All okay. right. The main characters. And I just say that just because while we don't have a, a deep format, I do think that we should... Have a format. Have we should try to format a little bit. So yeah, we this took the place of our news segment and general ramblings. Yeah, I mean that's fine. So format so, away. Okay, so let's go ahead and um, just grab it here on IMDb, and we'll just go through the cast. Um, Joe, do you even know who the Great Heap is? The Great Heap. Don't don't look it up. It's it's so like fr- a, it's from droids. It's and from it's droids. Horrible. It's Shambling not mode. any good. It's horrible. All right, so. Um, but then they retconned it into one of the warring robot, one of the warring droid factions from the fucking Vong galaxy. Whatever. I don't. It was like trying to follow a long strand of spaghetti through the plate as Wikipedia tried to just knit every little story together, and that meant that they had to include Star Wars droids. So do we want to just start? Let's continue. Top, please. top get, up. Get me off. So of let's this. just talk about. Let's just take a minute and talk <sighs> about Alden Ehrenreich. Besides the fact that he has an extremely uh, Aryan first name, um, he is—he's an American actor. I mean, yeah. he's an American though. Yeah, he fair. We took a lot of them after the war. Yeah, it's good. But yeah, no, Amer- Alden Ehrenreich, who played Han Solo, um, did a spectacular job. I, he had the sneer. He, he had did a little sneer, he, and he had the wise ass grin. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he had that oh, yeah. wise his, ass. His sarcasm game was like on point. His his smarminess. Yeah, but. You could, he totally played mm-hmm. the conflict of oh, the, yeah. the, I'm actually, like she said, he's actually the mm-hmm. good guy. <laughs> and you can see good guy shit happening. He's also, now that they're like just starting out, he's also not like great at what, like, like go towards that scene where the pirates show up and he's like, we got 30 guys on that ship. And we just snap their fingers and they'll come out of the ship and then the ship just flies yeah, away. But and he's that, like, but shit like, yeah, but shit like that happens guy. to Han yeah. Solo but like, later. Yeah, that like, is you know, one he, of my favorite like he's, edits. He's sneaking mm-hmm. up to the freaking yeah. uh, the fucking scout trooper. What happens? Steps on a twig. The guy looks at him. He's like, and that you know. Yeah, but that is one of my. Which I, one? I love that. It's one of the few things that I absolutely love about the special editions and the subsequent re-releases. Is when he's charging down that hallway, chasing the stormtroopers on the Death Star, mm-hmm. and originally it was just a dead end. And yep, it's only those couple of stormtroopers turn around. I don't know if you know that one, Joe, but mm-hmm. where now he's running into like the full barracks of them, right. and you, like, yeah. that wasn't there. It was a dead yeah, end. It was, it was originally just just a and flat so that, wall. That's one of my favorite mm-hmm. yeah. uh, updates in the in the special edition. There's a couple and of it, good it, ones. It, it, There are a couple, but oh, I crack up every time I see it. Any of the and thoughts? And that's that's yeah. we got that sort of a Han Solo. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. This is a great plan. I'm I'm glad we have this plan. I'm I'm all into this plan. Oh, this plan did not work. Mistakes were made. I mean, and he he does 
have some very good plans in this in this movie. Yeah, almost. that that last plan oh, that he yeah. has is fucking is just like empty boxes. I knew you were gonna fucking come in here. Like I knew you were gonna fucking blow my game up. So beat you at it. Like, well, it was either that or he figured Kira was going to one. Well, no, he did. Well, he, and he Kira did think did Kira was gonna. He did. Yeah. But like he knew that this was gonna happen somehow. Just like. We all knew yeah. it was gonna happen somehow. So you know, he, except I didn't, ex- I didn't expect him to have the real ones there. I the thought those could there, still yeah. be fake, mm. and have yeah. this double and triple crossing happen. Right. But uh, I just you know, one thing that annoys me. It's like, all right, yeah. So you just gave the re- this new rebellion sixty million credits worth of stuff. They couldn't have given him more than one little vial. I love how thematically, though, it begins and ends with, with that, that single vial. Of, yeah, I mean uh, that's why they did it. Yeah, right. yeah, that's why they did it. And not All right. only that, how about uh, what did I lean over to you like at the very top of it and said it was a great thematic mirror? Um, there was something actually. It was. Oh man. Uh, you, you keep talking. I'm. I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll remember. So, any final thoughts on Alden Ehrenreich? I just really think, like... I want to see the, them play Han yeah, Solo again. The people, the people that bitched about it are going to watch this movie and be so wrong, or they're not going to watch this movie and still be so wrong, because he fucking plays Han Solo and he knocks it out of the goddamn park. All right. Moving on to Junis Swatamo. was the oh, was, uh, tall gentleman mm-hmm. that played the mighty Chewbacca. Which... Oh. How many different kinds of ass does Chewbacca kick yeah. in this fucking movie? Yeah, I love how he's got the bowcaster there the whole time, and it actually was glowing green at one. Did he point. have a bowcaster? I believe so. No. At least during the train heist, he had a bowcaster. No, he didn't. It was a rifle. Are you sure it was glowing mm-hmm. green yeah, at one no, point? It was a rifle. All right. There's no bowcaster, right. and and he didn't even have the right ammo for it. I'll watch it again. I I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. He, didn't, he didn't even have the right bandolier for it. Well. He fucking. Oh, you know what? Hold on, hold on. Since it is cow crouches. Oh no, hold on. No. There you go. Well, you run this through like a leveler before you post them, right? No. I thought you run it run it through um, you denoise and stuff. Uh, only when I have to. Mm-hmm. Only when I look at it and it seems like there's a lot of stuff. But also I'm just I, saying, I try not to. We're we're pretty hot tonight, so maybe No, because what'll happen Audacity's is, leveling isn't so bad. Yeah, well, when Audacity goes to convert it, it'll, yeah, it'll, you know, check the dynamism. All right, so what do you think of Chewbacca? I did that fucking scene in the elevator where he fucking rips the guard's arms <laughs> off, and I was like, <laughs> I love that. That's the outfit that would have fit me. <laughs> we had to see him ripping someone's oh, yeah. arms off, though, because that's what this movie did. It gave us all of these things. Yeah, even things that. I and Jim knew about, and you only learned about today when I was ranting in the Facebook mm-hmm. chat. But really, just seeing Chewbacca be, because be more than a sidekick, be right. like an actual character, more more than the boy and his dog. He is, yeah, he hey, is a hey, hero. Hey, in his own right, Star Wars Holiday Special. He was a character. Who cares? Um, but no, it's me. But I'm telling you, man, it um. Like he had his own character yeah. arc. He had his own, you know, he had his own goals. And like he had his yeah. own desires, and they were addressed in this film. You don't in the in the other movies. You didn't really see Chewbacca out on the front lines, like 
you saw him fire his bowcaster at some stuff. Yeah. But in this movie, he is picking dudes up, and throwing, throwing them, up. like ripping people's arms off. Just like the introduction of him is he they the um, Imperials starve the him beast. and then throw prisoners at him and then he eats them. Like, can I just say how good was how, how did it make you stop for a minute when Han Solo actually spoke Shriwook? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he actually spoke Wookiee at the guy. Which is the first time we've seen a non-Wookiee speak it. It is not graceful. No, it was funny as hell, though. It really was. I was very satisfied with that. Oh, yeah. So good good on you, Chewbacca. Uh, he's doing well in the in yeah. the in the new tri- in the new trilogy as mm-hmm. well. Like, you know, he's he's fine. Uh Woody. I, Woody I, Harrelson as Beckett. I really I like Woody Harrelson as an actor personally. As do I. Like I I think he's a he's a standout actor. And in this movie there was yeah. he's he's such a good way for them to grow Han Solo as a character. Sure. To have him be this like almost role model but not really. Right. Like yes, he has a lot of things that Han can learn from him, but Han also hears the thing he says and then decides to do something different and it ends up working out. Like it's really, he, and he's a very interesting character to have them bring in. And like I said, every character that they brought in, whether it was a returning character or these new people that they brought in, I I really liked them all. And it's can't go wrong with Woody for me though. Gonzo Woody. I enjoyed him. I enjoyed him thoroughly. Um, yeah, you're gonna have a gunslinging smuggler yeah. dude that's not Han Solo. Might as well be stoned all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? His introduction of being out on the battlefield and then you finding out later, like, oh, he's not actually in the military. He's he conned himself onto yeah. the thing. Yeah. Like, that was a super cool way to be able to to introduce that character. Yeah, great. Um, Why were they building star destroyers at, uh, on Corellia? Those are cool out drive yards. Um, not according to canon. I've outrun uh, Imperial starships, not the uh, not the local cruisers. Mind. I'm talking about the big Curlian ships now. Uh, She's fast yeah. enough for your old man. What's the cargo? Well, only passengers, myself, the boy, two droids, and no questions. I can do this all night. I know, I know. <laughs> Moving on. Um, they did have Nebula and Brute B frigates. They most certainly did. Mm-hmm. Khaleesi. Oh, yeah, as Kira. As Kira. Amelia Clark. I like Kira. I, I, I mean, I mean, yeah, I did too, but of all the characters, she was the one that I I, I cared least about. Yeah. But she, she wasn't, she couldn't. Uh, there had to be, you already kind of walked in knowing that she wasn't. Yeah, but I felt like... I feel like with the teaser, uh, I think with, the, with that teaser right there at the end, mm-hmm. yeah, but I she feel, could yeah. turn into someone that we really do care a lot about. Perhaps yeah. I just feel like of all the character arcs, mm-hmm. hers was kind of the least satisfying because she she, she, she the, didn't really have an arc until the very last scene when the shift in her face goes from like, all right, I'm fucking taking over now. Like for the most part, she played the same character because that's she was playing a character right like Kira the character was playing a character right. because she is this bloodthirsty power hungry like I'm looking for an in to get this dude so that I can take his spot right which 
I mean, and it still draws parallels to the Sith story arcs that we've seen time and time sure. again. She had to kill the master to move up. Sure. Yeah. However, this movie, this this movie was like the Shadows of the Empire video game <laughs> the whole time. There was a train sequence. Oh no! I, I believe and me. Certain you, things you have like the the. Uh, the Black Sun sort of parallels to... Oh, so yeah, Paul Bettany might as well mm-hmm. just been Princess or... Yeah. Where, but where, where they're yeah. jumping in with the Emperor 2 on the Hollow video. Except it's not Palpatine this time. Turned out to be Darth Maul. Yeah. It's just so fucking cool. And they got the robot legs and shit. Like, it's just... Yeah, you heard him. When you heard him get out, you could hear the... Mm-hmm. So, uh... So, I, I'm gonna mimic a comment that Scooter said to me. Because Scooter uh-huh. is a huge fan of the Clone Wars and Rebels. Yes, he is. CGI. He and I were talking about that. TV yeah. series. And while we were talking out there, and the, I mean, when the when the hollow projector came up, I thought immediately, oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be Sidious or or Palpatine or whoever or Darth Vader. I mean, it's gonna be one of these people that we already know and are used to being on these oversized right. hollow projectors. Yeah. And I heard the voice start talking, and I haven't really watched much of Rebels, yep. mm-hmm. but I knew enough to know that that's not Ian McDermott. That that's not his voice. That's no. not that's not Palpatine. No. But Scooter tells me afterwards, though, that he heard that voice and he's going, what? What? No. No. Until it pans around in its mall. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I think that they made the correct choice by going with the the dude that voices him. In the cartoon. In in the cartoon, because it makes, uh, that's the voice you you know now. Well, we were talking about that. The person that does the voice... um, in the uh, Phantom Menace was Peter Serafinowicz. So. What you looking at Sheev for? Um, I want to just check one thing. Um, the Senate. Keep talking. I am the Senate. I am the Senate. Um, <laughs> when you're Sheevin' her from behind. All right, so, yeah, okay. Here's why I was getting kind of um, mixed up at first, because the guy that does Maul's voice mm-hmm. on, on Rebels also did uh, Palpatine's voice in a couple of episodes mm-hmm. of Rebels. So I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, okay. That's it. No, it, it's definitely... It's definitely but, but, I mean, this also isn't Rebels. This isn't right. the TV show. This is Star Wars. You could probably no, but, drag but, Ian oh, yeah. in to oh, do... they dragged him in for Rebels. And then they dragged... And then, and then who was the villain in season two of, uh, mm-hmm. of Star Wars, uh, of Rebels? It was freaking Darth Vader. My boy. It was Darth Vader. And, you know, I, I, the old man uh, did his voice. Yeah, so. I would like to point out, and I think you both already know this, but our listeners might not. Ever since the first time I saw Star Wars, I am firmly Empire. I'm, I side with the Empire. Mm-hmm. That stormtrooper armor is dope as fuck. Yeah, yeah. That's why on my 21st birthday, when I hit it big at the casino, I bought two sets of stormtrooper armor. Well played. Thank you. Well Thank played. You. Thank you. I thought so. But uh, yeah, so I am a big fan mm-hmm. of the Empire. Yeah. And yeah. Um. Uh, moving on to other to the, our, our next character. Darth Vader's my boy. We have a. Uh, Childish Gambino. Childish Lambino. As Lando. Donald Glover. Hello, what have we here? That was the character that everybody knew going in. They were going to be like, regardless of how this turns out, we know we got Lando. We know we're going to see Childish Gambino in a fur coat and a cape. Like, you know. He's got so many fantastic scenes of like... When, when they come back to him on the ship and he's narrating his fucking (laughs) His biography. His biography, yeah. (laughs) I, mean, I, I liked I liked when he put the when she's putting the fire out with, with the, the kid. Kid. Yeah, that's a custom piece. 
he's got so many capes. I love that they mm. gave him that wardrobe full of capes. Yeah. You know, I like the fact that he does a lot of the same gestures. Mm -hmm. He carries himself the same way. <laughs> he clearly himself is a fan of Billy D. Oh, and yeah. his work. I mean, come on now. Who I isn't? Mean, who isn't? Who has a bad word to say about Billy D? I mean, people Is it you, Joe? People don't really have a bad is thing it to you? say. It's not me. I love Billy D. I'm okay. A, I was hoping that they were going to bring him back <laughs> for uh, episode nine. How you doing, you old pirate? <laughs> Oh, and another nice thematic mirror. That mm -hmm. bit at the end in the other cantina when he pulls the same shit that Lando will pull on him in the future. The, uh, you, you know, <laughs> when yeah. he, he's approaching him all pissed off and then oh, yeah. brings him in for the hug. Right. And just, he brings him for the hug and does the, uh, and and does the ledger domain. It takes a lot of nerve. Yep. After what you pulled. And, I mean, we had a mimicry of that, too, mm -hmm. out of Lando in this. Yep. He right there after they they've unloaded all of the stuff, and he's just giving him the talk. The whole it's thematically identical to the approach on Bespin. I can't wait to see the two of them together again, because their their Han and Lando dynamic <laughs> was so good. If you had to pick, if you had to pick, yeah. After seeing this movie, Han and Lando. Or, after the first time you saw episode 7 of Poe and Finn. Which nah. one's your preferred buddy Han movie? Han and Lando. All right. Han and Lando. Because Han and Lando... First of all, it's Han and Lando. Yeah, it's um, true. I just... I feel like... More hijinks would happen in a Han and Lando buddy cop movie. Shit, are we going to Dathomir? We're going to Dathomir. Yeah. You know what's on Dathomir? Rancor. What a Rancor. Yeah. Rancor. All right, so moving on. Um, the, the rest of these are going to... I can't be upset about anything they do with Dathomir already because... Can't be mad I, at it. I already lost... I already burnt myself out on Dathomir once they retconned it anyway. And Courtship of Princess Leia is not a great book. At all. But, I mean, I loved it anyway. It is funny that he, he buys her a moon and you know what? it happens to be infested you know by Rancor and Dark that, Side Witches. That has to be the most infuriating thing about the people who are sitting here getting all pissy about, oh, well, I didn't think this movie was very good. It was this kind of tedious thing, and we spent too much time on the casino planet. Read the EU. <laughs> I love those books anyway. They're mostly bad. Yeah. Teresa Bakura was pretty fun. Talking about people getting moons, though. Lando talking about the uh, the <laughs> beach moon that he <laughs> that he won, and he was like, "Man, it turned out to be a huge money hole." <laughs> hey, listen, that I mean, I'm I'm gonna take that as like the throwback to the opening sequence in Courtship, where he just wins Dathomir, mm -hmm. and he's gonna use it to win over Princess Leia. He's gonna totally like outshine this hapen royal prince who comes in. And then it turns out it's infested with Rancor and Dark Side <laughs> and Witches, Dark Side and Witches. it's horrible. And he like immediately offloads it again. He gives yeah. it, well, he gives it back to the uh, yeah. to the the Dathomirians, really. Yeah. And back again, when Dathomir was just full of other humans, because let's face it, not a lot of those books had much to do with anything except oh look, humans are over here now. Yeah. One of the one of the other things I liked about this movie, I just want to say real quick, is this is another movie where. None of the main characters are force users or wield lightsabers. The only lightsaber we get is Darth Maul pops up at the end and he's like, "Hey, still got this baby," and like he. But it was it different too. But it was, yeah, because it's got those crescent 
do that. Yeah. But it's 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 another one of the things I loved about Rogue One is it's just like. What are normal people doing in the yeah, Star Wars universe? Yeah, you know universe? what though. I, I, well, I what can, about XR code? He I can, had the first double blade lightsaber. I can, I can counter that. Yeah, I can counter that. And and yes, I agree. XR Kun, who plays a big role in uh, the 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 Jedi Academy trilogy, which is the one that ends with the book where Admiral Akbar crashes into the Cathedral of the Winds. That I was, yeah, that happened. Here's my. Here's I'm my, upset that I know that. Here's my thing. Conversely, and I say this. People are like, why you know, why is why is Star Wars always about the Skywalker family, and why is it always about Jedi? Because that's what Star Wars is about, right? Yeah. Well, why does it always have to be a, star, a Skywalker? Because they're the main characters in the no, Star but, Wars yeah. saga. It's like, yeah. well, why does there have to be an Atreides in the Dune movies? Because that that's that's what the, that those books are about. Then, but that's one of the reasons that I like Disney making these movies now is we get to see other sides of the galaxy. I know, I and, and yeah. I agree. I yeah. just think that I, I just think that uh, feeding I have, into that yeah. too much. No, I and I. I mean, we could always just play Star Wars Trivial Pursuit. I love, I love the main Star Wars movies, and I love, I love the Skywalker family. And but my my whole like, whenever we talk about playing like Star Wars role playing game, or when I played um, uh, the Old Republic, Uh I never played. Jedi or Sith. Yeah, I was you, like, I'm gonna be a bounty hunter. I'm gonna go around. Oh, I don't want to use the Force. Okay. I want to shoot guns. Old I'm Republic, gonna... not Knights of the Old Republic. No, yeah. I mean, so Swator, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, moving on. Um, well, she was only in the movie for a second, but Tandy Newton played Val, who I liked. Her. I mean, you know, she she was Ooh. there for like Val was a Woody, um, Woody's girlfriend who blew herself oh, up. Yeah. She was fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was good. Phoebe Waller Bridge uh, voiced um, L three. Oh, L3 was such a... L3 was the point of most contention coming from... I mean, I said his name already on this podcast, uh, Keith. But (laughs) Keith also hates fun. And the thing is, he may have had it blown way out of proportion because he's sitting there, he's like, yeah, there's there's this SJW robot who's talking about droids' rights and says things like, oh, what do you want? I want equal rights. And he made it out like this is this big thing. But, But one... L three was fun. L three was two. L three was funny. Yes, L three said these things, but this has also been a long running thing in Star Wars for a while that I'm not gonna get into all of the things. I don't want to motherfuck Keith because I don't know the dude. He he hates fun. Does he? Does he listen to the show? I don't think so. He might. I'll just say this, and then we can talk about the rest of it offline. The things that Keith bitches about makes me think very specific things about Keith. Really, really specific mm. things about Keith. Now, I don't know the dude, um, but, you know, like, one of the things that... one of the I mean, he's the source of all of the opinions that I like to, Mother- you know, yeah. throw out here yeah. just to sort of get you going. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah. I, I, L3 as a kid, I love, I love all the droids. Like when when uh, when Rogue One came out, I uh, K two was my favorite character in Rogue One. So like I love BB eight is a fantastic. I love droids with personality. Yeah, and L three has a I fantastic. Mean, I loved her personality coming out and like her talking about Lando having a crush on her and her just like. I mean, here's the thing: if R two didn't just talk in beeps and whistles, he would be saying. A lot of these same things. Oh, yeah. Because this is well established in canon, too, mm-hmm. that droids 
who don't get a memory wipe frequently, especially Astrodroids, which, let's face it, L3 was that. Yeah. yeah. And that's thrown straight in there. It's given to you right there. You liked K2 because you... K2, like, you like Alan Tudyk. But K2 is wow. also a spectacularly written character. Which, which is whenever so I think... Fun. Which, when, which when, continues when, to play into this whole, it affects Astro Droids too, because he's a military droid. Whenever, yeah. whenever, that, you know, whenever, whenever I think of K2 dying, mm-hmm. the only thing that comes to my mind is, you know, how to, re, how, how to reverse clean their harpoons. <laughs> <laughs> they run it through the wash. <laughs> Just... Uh, I am um, a leaf on the wind. Watch high metal pole. <laughs> so, but, but the but the droids in in Star Wars, whether they're in beeps and boops or whether they're you know, K two or got L3 the dirtiest or, vocabulary. C three PO, like they're yelling at R two all the time to stop swearing. R two's got the dirtiest droids, vocabulary. He only talks in beeps. All of these droids come in. R two D two is the Samuel L Jackson of yeah. droids, though. Every other word is motherfucker. But all these droids have such person, like even C-3PO has this like great personality. But 3PO is the one that you can argue is programmed to have that personality as etiquette and as protocol. And he does get his memory wiped fairly frequently. Right. They even throw that out as a line in one of the prequels. But like, then well, wipe but the they, protocols. But they do that so that, because he's the one that can speak. So, but the, he, but R2 it explains. Can speak. Yes, but not everyone understands R two. The computer's translated just fine. Well, what I'm saying is, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think about how I want to put it. Um, R two has to remember. You know, the fact is, R two remembers everything that's happened in the Star Wars saga. And that's, he's been there for everything, and, and he, he's, he's never had a memory it, yeah. wipe. But even, which is why his personality is so got to be so. Yeah. There, we don't we don't know for sure. But when three PO shows up in Episode Seven and is like over the top bubbly, he's got the red arm and he's super excited about it. Like this is three PO coming out of a shell and being like, "This is who I am." Yeah, because he hasn't had a memory wipe. Right, exactly. So like, the droids just get to be. I think the red arm is the stupidest fucking thing on the face of the earth, though. That always no, bugged me. I, you know, all that said to me was, oh, we need to sell a new C-3PO action figure. There's no reason for the red arm. If you read the comics, no. you find out that he's something, something. I right. No, no, I get that. But th- but there's no but you reason. you only know it if you bought the affiliated comics. Okay, so we move on to the next character. Wait, I wasn't quite done with droids. Oh, boy. Um, Shit, where was I? Okay. She was fun. She was funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she said these things that, you know, have been fed to me as a whole big reason, but she didn't do it the entire time. And you know what? Honestly, if you had that big of a de- problem with her, she's out of the picture fairly soon anyway. Yeah. Right. I enjoyed her for the time she was there, but mm-hmm. the moment she walked on that screen, I knew she was going to be one of the droid brains that gets wired into the fucking Falcon. Yeah, because, yeah. oh... Sweet, sweet EU validation. Well, even before the EU, it was always said that that the uh, Millennium Falcon's computer was three was three droid brains, which is why C three PO has such a hard time communicating with it. Mm-hmm. That's from the novelization of the Empire Strikes so it, Back. Do we think that L three is the first brain, and we're going to see other brains in I future? How many brains are actually in there? I think it's three. I think so as well. But you could almost consider the original Navi computer to be one of the three. Yeah, so we true. could only mm-hmm. we only really need one more. Yeah. We could get two more. I don't think we're going to see it specifically on screen because 
they could just be cutting that three brain part of hey, the camera. Hey, look, everybody. It's Jamie. Hi, Hi Jamie. Jamie. Like, they could just be specifically cutting the three-brain part of it and mm -hmm. only having that one other wired in there. Yeah. Which is already going to give the ship that split personality that the ship obviously has. Right. I mean, shit. Han flicks the switch to make you go do something. It blinks and dies. He and smacks, smacks the side of it, and it decides, oh, I'm going to work again. And, and despite what we think, now that does, Han Solo is not Fonzie. But no. that could... I mean, I am mentally retconning this because at the time that Star Wars came out originally you know smacking electronics could jostle them yeah. their circuits back in and make them work nicer mm -hmm. but in this futuristic technology centered universe and i mean our phones here too now we are more exposed to technology that does not respond to smacking so but you got another personality and you got a ship with a split personality you smack it and it decides oh all right fine fine mm -hmm. here you go Either that, it or makes sense. either that or what? What? Oh, I'm awake. I'm awake. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So moving on. Mm -hmm. How did she have sex with a human? She didn't. She just, said just, it just, worked. Yeah, but she just she said, said it worked. It's an attachment. It's an attachment. <laughs> but I'm dumb. Gross. <laughs> Flashlight. Um, hot pocket. Though they do. <laughs> they, they do make them now that you can just buy them and you sync them up with Pornhub videos. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing mm -hmm. until last night. Moving on, moving on to the no, next character. I did not order one. It's just, look how technology <laughs> has to the progressed. Next. So Paul Bettany. Yeah. Playing Dryden Voss. Yeah. That, is a, that is a very, like like I said before, everybody's having fun. That is a very fun Paul. Like, he was just like, I'm here. I'm the bad guy. I'm just going to fucking do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to fucking, I'm going to be this suave. I like his, like, facial whatever thing that like gets darker as he gets angry yeah, that was and things like that that was interesting I, I'm curious to read more about his character yeah but uh, I'm not gonna like buy books about it but I will definitely sit on Wikipedia in a couple of weeks and read up on like whatever the fuck that tentacle dude was the Cthulhu the, yeah the one that got sucked <laughs> into the <gasps> we got the maw Jim mm -hmm. we got it on screen and I, hey, I might be a little upset because Kessel was always portrayed as more of a lopsided asteroid instead of a planet, but fuck Not it. Not always. Whatever. It was portrayed in one movie that way. Was it in a movie? Uh, one book that way. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah no, I mean, I... I but I, I, I'm excited that I we like got Paul it. Bettany. Yeah. I mean, I like Paul Bettany and I think he does, mm -hmm. so it's fine. It's just, you don't... I mean, maybe I just haven't watched a lot of Paul Bettany movies, but you don't really see a Paul Bettany that's this, like... I'm here and I'm joyful and I'm just like coming around to be. I'm just gonna. I want to know. I'm gonna. His I'm gonna now. eat up. I'm gonna eat up every second of screen time that I get. I, I mean, know. he has fun. I mean, he, he doesn't. I mean, he was in a, he was fun in a Knight's Tale. Yeah. yeah what was up with? His, I want to know what's up with his face. Why has he got that future stapling in his head? Scratched up. Like and, what's going on there? Well, I mean, I'm sure there'll be a novelization or something that yeah. you can read. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and the last one I'm going to... Uh, there's a bunch more people in this movie. The last one I'm going to jump on is uh, Favreau. God, you picked the Which, wrong one to jump on. Why? 
Warwick fucking Davis. Who was in it for a second? And he, actually, coming, he had a coming, speaking line. He's coming all the way up from being Wicket the goddamn Ewok. He had being a speaking line that was like, yep, nub. Yep, he had a couple being lines. paid in like fucking Oreos to be in a Star Wars movie. Now he's up there. He's got a speaking line. He's got his face out there. He's not even wearing prosthetics. And you know... Um, I'm so excited reports, for Warwick Davis. Reports say that Ron Howard um, has confirmed that he is in talks for a Willow 2. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hmm. Have you ever I'm seen, seen Willow? I'm talking about Willow. Wicked. Willow's a great movie. Um, Favreau uh, played Rio, which, and that was a sad death. I, uh, I, heard the, I heard the voice, and I was like, this you know is John, John Favreau? Favreau. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, d- I didn't know the character name, because l- I'm, I'm not going to lie. with the four hands. Yeah. Unlike... Most other things, Star Wars, I did not just sit down and absorb all of their names right now. I was too busy looking at shit. Well, people didn't do that for Rogue One either. I did. People don't remember Chirrut Imwe. Yeah, fucking... I'm sorry. I, I've seen Rogue One probably ten times. I remember Chirrut Imwe and the other one. I don't remember the, 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 other the two gay Asians. The there's, other guy. There's Cassian Andor. Yeah. There's the captain. Yeah, there was Chirrut Imwe. There was Jin or so. Jin or so. And there was the other Asian. Uh, there was... I tried. Yeah, I don't, you don't know his name. I don't remember either. the other Asian or the name. or the pilot. Bodhi. 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 Yep, Bodhi. I mean he's he's like the only one that really came out and said his name. Yeah. yeah. So um, um I enjoyed Favreau. You know? I thought, yeah. I, I enjoyed I, that character. That was a that was a cool character and, and him just being like, Oh, like when Han first comes running out with Chewbacca and they're waving their hands, he's like, This kid's growing on me. Like <laughs> he, he's not giving up. Okay. And I mean, his death was sad. Yeah. Like, and the way that he like he tried to hold on, he could mm-hmm. tell he was trying to hold on. It's just, he, it was he, just yeah. Not. His his last thing of just like, oh, that was right. You don't you don't want to die. You don't want to die alone. Oh, man. You don't want to die alone, kid. Mm-hmm. And then he fucking dies. Yeah, it was um, it was rough. It was good. Um. Yeah. So this review is all over the place. Needless to say, though, um, you know there were some very uh, and let's I mean talk about a couple scenes. Um. I was kind of bummed at first that that, and you know, of course, they they kind of waved it out there for you. Mm-hmm. That first uh, Sabak game was not yeah. the Sabak game, right? Um, so I was kind of like, well, they're gonna Which, have to do yeah. something. It would it would have been if Lando had wasn't cheated. cheater wasn't cheating. <laughs> yeah, was it Baze Malbus? Yes, Baze Malbus. Sure, is the only other. Uh, no, it was Asian. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, but him kind of like storming in and then mm-hmm. winning. Yeah. That's awesome. And yeah. Also, that, that whole like sequence of them at that first game was like, that's how you wanted to introduce Lando. I think, I mean, I, it, it, it wasn't as, um, like, Oh, like Han would have won if he wasn't cheating the whole thing. But like the whole game is just like the two of them starting this back and forth that we know just is going to keep evolving into, the friendship that the two of them develop. Yep. I almost thought um, when Woody first leaves, I thought he was going to pull a Han, a Han and Solo swing and come back. back around. See, but. okay, so I was thinking about that. I think it's really important that Lando doesn't come off as too good of a friend right. to Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Because they're not best they're friends. Not best, they're, yeah. they're not best friends. They've run together a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. They're friends. They're, they're not. They're coworkers. They're not best than, friends. Yeah. I mean, the man betrayed him to Darth Vader, and that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, 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 you can't for the what, good of his people. In the back the of em- your head, is the Empire eh, did yes, get but, there first? 
Right, but the fact is in the back of your head, in the back of your head, if you're a Star Wars mm -hmm. fan, and that was never part of the deal, right? As as you know, if you're if you're a Star Wars fan, yeah, you're sitting there enjoying Childish Gambino playing mm -hmm. Lando Calrissian, Donald Glover. In the back of your head, you know this motherfucker is gonna betray Han Solo to Darth Vader you, but, in like twenty years. Yeah, but I also know that oh, that motherfucker. I know that that motherfucker is gonna blow up the second goddamn Death but Star. You also, yes. The Lando that he portrays in this movie is very much. I'm and then gonna, gonna save myself. Yep. You guys can fuck right off. Yep. And then like, he's gonna set up an orbital gem mining station above Yavin, <laughs> and that's where young Jason Solo is going to get the the crystal that he uses in his lightsaber. But then he turns into Darth Cadus. What Gonzo doesn't know right now is that he's being silently judged by both Jim and Joe. They're looking at him with utter and complete disdain for his love yeah, of the expanded universe. Listen, the I, to I, to I, I told I like you, the, the audience, the wanted, Jack the audience wanted to hear me. The original Clone Wars cartoons, that's, my, that's the only Those EU awesome. that I really... Those are awesome. My favorite episode is the episode when um, Mace Windu kills the world. Mm -hmm. Like when he's like, like the entire army yeah. of the entire... Uh, uh, army is uh, of uh, separatists are attacking mm -hmm. him, and he's got like the big like samurai jack uh, yep. thing on, and he just like destroys them all. But if he doesn't become Darth Cadus, then Jaina never. Well, they don't exist they don't anymore exist. anyway. But they but don't. Jaina still learned how to kill Jedi's from Boba Fett's daughter, and that's kind of cool. Okay, so Solo. What else do we have to talk about with cool. Solo? Boba Fett's daughter, Millennium Falcon, looked pretty cool. I, I like the Millennium Falcon, and I like that the gravity well tore off the big pointy bit at the front of it. And just no, like... it didn't. No, no, that was the that was the escape pod that he jettisoned. Was it? That's... You dumb motherfucker! Yeah, that's why that they came said out. he jettisoned oh. it. Yeah, I know. No, but I what it, it came tore... out of the other. No, end. what it tore off wasn't another goddamn radar dish. <laughs> that's what it was. I don't know why the fuck they even put the radar dish on the thing. Like the, the you know, docking. Sure. Um, of course, you know, like everyone's like, oh, why is there only, why is the gun on the ventral side only have one cannon when the other movies it's got four? Because, because it got because torn it the fuck torn off. Because it got torn the fact, fuck off. It appeared that there was only one ventral gun on this. Yep. As, as opposed to one up and down. And mm -hmm. it's probably due directly to the fact that Han has already seen how this goes with only one and would like a yeah. second, please, yes. with more guns. Because they Give tend me to, all of they the tend guns. To break. Yeah. We yes. had one gun. Let's get eight. Absolutely. Um, I, I mean, I, I have a really hard time mm -hmm. picking that movie apart with anything negative. I mean, it really, like, it was a heist movie. Everybody brought something different to the table, and they, like... I'm sure Gonzo can can do Gonzo's thing and and come up with little oh, there nitpicks was like and one stuff. Thing in particular that I go ahead. I'm trying to remember right now. I don't want you to blow an O-ring out. Well, here's one of them. Uh, so Woody's girl. I already forgot Val. both of their characters' Val. names. Val. What was his character? His name was Beckett. Beckett. What was uh, Tobias? Tobias Beckett. Beckett. Yeah. Yes, Beckett uh, was his last name. So she totally takes out one of those Viper probe droids. She takes out two of them, but yeah. But she totally takes out that first one just with a couple shots, you know, mirroring what Han does on Hoth. Mm -hmm. But on Hoth, it specifically stated that a droid like that, it must have self-destructed. 
Because there, there's no way it got brought down by just a couple blaster shots. She still takes it out with a couple blaster shots. Why would that one self-destruct? That one was clearly on, like, patrol duty. Because. No, because what Han says is, I didn't hit it that hard. It must have had a self-destruct. So she's hitting it with more... Juice. More, more precision or more juice. Mm-hmm. He wasn't necessarily trying to kill it. He was just trying to. He was trying to get it. To, so he was trying to get its attention. Yeah. I mean, literally. Well, he also didn't do it. Wasn't it Chewie that got nope. it and it exploded? Yep. It's, I'm afraid there's not much left. What was it? Droid of some kind. I didn't hit it that hard. I must have had a self destruct. No. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. I, I, I will always quote lines. No. Um, as a matter of fact, Chewie didn't draw a weapon at it. Chewie stuck his head up like a whack a mole. Oh yeah. And growled, and, and it shot at him. And then Han came yeah. up on yeah. the other side and shot it. Um. There was totally some more things that I, that were just little, just, I got to do this to move it. I mean, it's what you do. And then I get angry at it. Yeah, but like, I don't do it to directly attack the movie. No, No. you do it to get me upset. Not even that. I don't believe you. This is just, my brain does it when I watch a movie. Um, I'm still a little salty about these uh, hyperspace jumping so close to sources of gravity. Also, uh, there's no science behind what what hyperspace is. And this, I mean, yeah. using the bullshit uh, from the Star Wars RPG original back in the day, which is where the majority of EU lore comes from, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, the whole idea is that hyperspace is a um, it's a adjacent dimension mm-hmm. without certain physical um, characteristics. But like, you know, there are are gravity mirrors and things like mm. that based on mass. It doesn't, it doesn't really doesn't fucking make any sense. So, I mean, it's just, we see the Falcon jumping really close to certain like physical space objects, which Han himself is the, the one who says you can't do that. You bounce to uh, find yourself floating home real quick. Mm-hmm. Traveling through hyperspace ain't like Dustin Crops, boy. Without Thank precise you. calculation, we fly we fly through a star, pass too close to a supernova, that would end the trip real quick, wouldn't it? And you know what? Turns out he's not even doing these precise calculations. It's been L3 this entire time. I don't I don't know what you're doing. It's not working. It was a let it go line, but it didn't let it happen. Whoever recorded this is a fucking yeah, terrible person. I, I don't know what you. I may. You know what? It was a bad choice, and it didn't work out. Shut up. You know, yeah. I want to. I want to say, I feel, I feel good because people can finally. I mean, people have been doing it less, but people can finally stop bitching about the castle run in twelve parsecs when a parsec isn't a, a measure of time. It's a measure it's, of distance. Yes. It's what people like me have been saying this whole time, which is. Yeah, he took a shortcut. He cut the distance. Well, the thing was, people were saying that. Uh, and I also that, like that the, the, the ship was fast enough that he could travel in hyperspace closer to mm-hmm. the the maw, right? Which was originally more than just the one black hole, but mm-hmm. so he could travel closer to the maw cluster to make the Kessel Run that much shorter. Mm-hmm. However, I'm totally fine with what we got. And I also like uh, when they land on the planet. He goes, oh. Just made the castle run in 12 parsecs, and then Chewie growls, and he goes, if you round down. <laughs> <laughs> Less than 12 parsecs, if you round down. <laughs> oh, man. 
I was just I, I really what I wanted from that movie was to have fun and to enjoy a movie about Han Solo and you know what that is exactly what I got so I'm definitely going to see that movie again and I think people that are listening to this that are thinking like oh I don't really know how I felt about whatever 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 I don't know if I'm going to go see it I would say go see it anyway I'm a fan of those snow trooper looking motherfuckers on the train heist with their magnetic mm-hmm. boots. Yeah. That was cool. Those yeah, I like those magnetic boots. That was real lot. cool. Um, and I like that uh pirate kid's armor. Yeah. That was pretty cool too. Yeah, that was pretty cool, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm I wanna know more. Well no, I actually don't need to know more about that pirate kid. That's totally fine. That pirate kid's gonna help start the rebellion. Yeah. Totally fine. Well, there you go. Yeah, but I thought that that was Darth Vader's secret apprentice helped start the rebellion. That's a video game. And it was also and a, and a not good video game. At the that. first one's pretty good. It was a it's a mediocre the, video. The first game. one's pretty. The good. voice of uh, Darth Vader's Secret Apprentice is now the voice of Darth Maul. It is. That's the same guy. Oh shit! I was did not really? know that. The guy, uh, at least he played him in. Uh, no, no, Wars. it totally is. Yeah. No, it's Sam Witwer. It's, it's yeah. the same actor and everything. Yeah. Huh. I yeah. like that. That's cool. That's pretty nice. Um. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh. Uh-oh. What's up with that female Imperial officer right there at the beginning? What about Not her? to be misogynistic or anything, but... Because I'm actually not... I mean, it's EU. That, there's that, there's that, nothing that's ever said a female can't be a, a, Well, that's why a, uh, Security Director Assard was such a big deal in the X-Wing novels. Because she got so high up the ranks. Yeah, that's not any good. Admiral Dalla was the same thing. She's the only female... In a only female admiral. A Grand Admiral Thrawn was the only alien. Yes. That one so far is true. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the Empire wasn't misogynistic, just xenophobic. Likely. Okay. So there you go. I blame the science fiction writers of the early 80s and 90s. I mean, you wouldn't be wrong. They do seem like a fairly misogynistic bunch. Yeah. So, as was the style of the time. As was the style of the time. As was the style of the time. <laughs> All right, Joe. Yeah. Your final thoughts on Solo, a Star Wars story. Like I said, I, I really think if you if you were coming up with some bullshit reason in your head to not see this movie, forget about that reason and just go see the movie. because And, and go in expecting to have fun, and you will, because this movie is, non, is just a nonstop blast. Michael. Yeah. Some last thoughts about Star about Solo, a Star Wars story. Do we have eighty seven hours? <laughs> Some last thoughts. Um I liked that movie. It was good. <laughs> Go see movie. Give money, Star War. <laughs> Sound like Han speaking the fucking <laughs> <laughs> oh, but but no. Uh, I also gotta say I, it, it did a lot of Kashyyyan. great. Kashikian move milker. It did a lot for me as an EU fan and as a Star Wars fan and as someone who also really wants to see a lot of the shitty parts of the EU forgotten about. I'm really glad. That what we're getting included and what we're getting like expanded upon are well. the good things. Mm-hmm. So far, they have uh, done a okay by me on that. Um, yeah. 
But movie movie wise, should ask a good movie. I'm gonna see it at least two more times. Yeah. Um, Final thoughts. I would say that these dice are cool as hell. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. That you know what? Um, when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and they announced that they were making a new Star Wars trilogy. And it was going to be about young Darth Vader and stuff like that. I wrote on a Star Wars America Online fan forum an article what, back when I was hsolo13 at aol.com all about what about Han. Mm-hmm. Why is there no Han Solo movie? Well, I'm glad I waited. I sat next to my friend Rick tonight who has been my friend for over 25 years, and I kind of leaned over to him and I said, hey, 25 years ago, you had to believe that you and I were sitting here getting ready to watch a Han Solo movie. And he was like, no, we, we, we had no idea that we there's going to be any more Star Wars movies. And I was, you know, I said, you're right, but I'm happy to say that if I was going to watch a Han Solo movie, I knew it would be with him. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know what? Um, I like him. Yeah. Uh, this He's is a dude. Yeah. This is the uh, Star Wars movie that Gotham needs, and the Star Wars movie that Gotham deserves. Mm-hmm. Um, go see it; it's a I lot of fun. See the Porg spinoff movie. They did it for the Ewoks. I would say that. Also, let's not ever forget that they did it for the Ewoks. Do you think you would have to know a lot about Star Wars to be able to watch that movie? No, I think this. You could go into this movie. Almost blind. Like, I really enjoyed the the. If you're a person who really enjoys like the Fast and Furious franchise, you're gonna fucking like this movie. Yeah. <laughs> there was some Fast and the Furious Corellian drift. I mean, going dude, on. you know what? The movie starts. What's the first thing that happens? The dude boosts a car mm-hmm. in the first three minutes of the movie, and like, yeah, that dude just set the fucking tone. Yeah, yeah guys, go see this movie. Um, and if you've seen it already, see it again. Yeah. Um, and if you know somebody that wants to talk shit about it. Um, I'll tell you what. Piss on. No, 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 no. I remember the thematic mirror. Take them. You know what? Pay $15 to take them. I can almost guarantee you they'll pay you back when you're done because they'll have enjoyed it so much. Gonzo, finish up with the thematic mirror. It was how our first introduction to him really in episode four is, you know, what happened? Where's Jabba's money? I got boarded. I had to dump the shipment and run away. First real interaction with Han in this movie. Where's the money? They double-crossed me. I had to ditch it and run away. Mm-hmm. It just seems to follow him everywhere he goes. Yeah. He was Han fuck solo. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, any last things to say before we uh, we call it a night? Movie good. Go see. Throw yeah. money, Star Wars. I agree with everything that you just said. <laughs> now say it in Shrewook. <laughs> that was horrible. It's, it's hard to do a good Wookiee noise, all right? I can't. That was pretty good. I did okay. You didn't even use the, the, the clips. I did. Yeah. The Wookiee ones? Yeah. Oh. For yes. Couch Crouches, this is Jim. I'm Joe. I'm Gonzo. Fuck on, audience. Really? I promise. I did not hear you Wookiee.